Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And you know what? I'm bringing to you today a very, very good one. This is the speaking skill. This is about speaking about a journey that you've been on. And you know what? I've been through so many things in my lifetime, and I'm so grateful for everything. Um, And just before I actually moved here to Thailand, about two and a half weeks before I moved here in 2013, I set off on a journey to Hawaii for the second time. And so, guys, if you guys want to, of course, give me your story in writing or even video or whatever – I would be more than happy to do so. Um, The questions are actually on my blog. I will tell you about the questions right now. And you can post your journey on my Facebook wall, uh, Arsenio's English and Test Preparation Learning. Everything is in the description. Also, this episode is going to be transcripted. Okay, so now with my podcast, they've enabled all users to transcribe their episodes. And it costs uh, basically, I don't know, like three cents a minute. So if my episode is 10 minutes, I pay just $1. So, I mean, that is brilliant. And big shout-out to Buzzsprout. Thank you so much uh, for your unbelievable services. So I'm going to transcribe this so you guys can see um, what vocabulary I use, so you guys can see the differentiation in between different things I say. And, again, um, just so you can actually listen while you read. And I think that is probably the ultimate learning experience. Um, So here it is. Of course, I've written a rough blog in terms of what I've said, and I will still continue to do so. But transcribing my episode, I think, is uh, just amazing for a lot of you out there. So let me go over these questions. Number one, where was the journey to? Number two, how did you travel? Number three, when was it? Number four, who went? Number five, who had chosen the destination? Number six, how had you prepared for the journey? Number seven, what special things happened on the journey? Number eight, what were you doing when these things happened? Uh, Number nine, how did the journey end? And number ten, how did you feel about what happened? So again, I'm going to talk about a journey I have not spoken about uh to this extent uh i've talked about bali i've talked about the maldives but i've never talked about my second trip to hawaii so this is what i'm going to talk about so let me paint this picture (sighs) okay so somewhere around it was a thursday because i remember a dental hygienist who was actually learning she looked at me she said hey so you're off work i was like yeah she's like where are you going i said uh i'm going to hawaii She said, yeah, right. I said, no, seriously, I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to stay one night, and my friend and I were going to set off on the journey to Los Angeles, then Honolulu. Her jaw dropped. She couldn't believe it, and I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, But my mother picked me up. My mother was very, very angry at that time. She just kept asking me for a month. Oh, boy, God, who cares? Okay, so we're going to get – let's get into the trip. We're going to make it as positive as possible. (laughs) So here we go. I went – of course, to Sky Harbor International Airport out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, from there, I was able to uh, meet my friend at the airport, and she took me to Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is a very famous place out there, of course, in America, where you could eat chicken and have drinks. So we were just laughing. We had a, probably a couple of shots of Patron, Patron tequila, 
And next thing you know, we went to bed very early. We woke up very early. And uh, we went to Sky Harbor International Airport by about 4 a.m. We drove there. We got out of the car. We went to, of course, the ticketing and everything with our luggage. And then there was a man, a man that was on caffeine beyond anything you can ever or ever imagine. And this guy was like, oh, okay, when you go to Hawaii, make sure you go to the bay. There are some little fishies there. I swear it was a movie. I didn't know who this guy was. I didn't know what was happening. This guy was off his head, which means crazy. (laughs) But it was all great fun. It was a wonderful guy that had to be the best ticketing guy I've ever had. Of course, this is the guy that checks in our luggage and gives us our tickets. So we're sitting in the lobby. We got onto a very, very small plane, and we went to Los Angeles. However, there was a big problem. When we landed, we could not disembark the plane, meaning get off the plane. That's another phrasal verb for you. And so we asked the flight attendant. We said, excuse me, uh, what exactly is going on? And she retorted. She said, oh, uh, another plane is at the gate. They are doing paperwork. We cannot disembark. I said, well, tell the guy to get the heck out of the gate. I'm trying to get the— We had only probably 45 to 55 minutes of a layover to get from our plane. Now, in a real airport, in an airport like Changi International, um, like Japan, uh, Narita is an excellent airport. Uh, Seoul, South Korea, uh, Ichion is a very good airport. However, when you land at Los Angeles Airport, it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever witnessed in my life. You land there, and you don't even land in the same gate. You actually have to make... You have to run for like – you have to walk maybe half a mile to get to the other gate. Now, when you go to Changi International, you land, you disembark, all gravy, go right in. It's fun. It's dandy. It's wonderful. However, not there, not at the unbelievable, wonderfully gorgeous uh, 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 Los Angeles airport. You see that? That was all sarcasm. It was a dump hole, guys. Listen, when we disembarked, it was the worst experience ever. Um, we had about 10 minutes to get to our gate, so we had probably a five-minute window to do a full-out sprint for 800 meters, which we did. Um, and we made it to the gate, and they looked at us. They said, Arsenio, Elisa. We said, yeah, and I was out of breath. I was so angry. I was going to cuss them. I was going to say so many bad words, but I decided not to. We got on the plane. They closed the door. Sit down, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. That was the beginning of our experience, and then we set off on a six-hour journey, of course, to Honolulu, Hawaii. We got there. Surprisingly, our luggage was there. I could not believe it. (laughs) Anyways, we got on Speedy Shuttle, which I love, and it's funny because the drivers, they expect tips. Uh, No, you're not getting a tip. Um, So we got off. We went to a hotel called Pagoda Hotel. Please do never go to that hotel. Don't ever, 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 ever in your life go to that hotel. It's horrible. Um... It's very old. Um, and so Hawaii is a very expensive place. That hotel was about 120 US dollars a night, and it was the most it was the cheapest hotel on the island. So welcome to Hawaii. So, anyways, um, when we landed, we were very pooped out. We went to Waikiki Beach, very gorgeous. We sat in some water, but we went to sleep around 6 to 7 p.m. and we slept for about 10 to 12 hours. We were pooped out. We had two hours of sleep. We had to run 500,000 meters at Los Angeles LAX Airport. When we get to Hawaii, we're like, oh, my God, we need to see it. We need to experience it. And I said, okay, calm down, hold on, calm down, hold on. So we had already booked the trip, and we decided to go to Anuama Bay. 
Anuama Bay is probably a little bit outside of Honolulu, maybe about an hour's drive. This crazy Vietnamese woman. Shout out to all my Vietnamese folks. She was like, okay, I, I will take you to the bay. It was crazy. I've never heard that before in my life. So she took us there in a van with other strangers, which is no problem now because, of course, I live in Thailand. I take things with strangers all the time. <laughs> Anyways, we get to the bay. Turquoise waters, big, beautiful fish. Apparently, there was a guy there that had swam all the way out, ooh, maybe about 300 meters, and he said there were giant sea turtles, probably about three feeters, one meter long. And so, again, this was a gorgeous place. After that, uh, we came back, we ate, we did something else, and then we went out to a bar. Now, this bar, I met one of my other friends who is still my friend today. Her name is Joy. So we were just walking down one of the, you know one of these streets, and we went up to we, we were trying to find the karaoke bar. It was shut down. We went to another place, and then we came across this place that was playing music on a second floor on the main avenue in Honolulu. We were like, "Dude, let's do it." I forgot the name of the street though. And so of course we went up to uh, this bar, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this place is popping, 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 popping." And so. I remember there were a lot of guys in there. I didn't take any notice, but I saw three women, including Joy, at this pool table. I said, ooh, yeah. I said, she looked beautiful. So I went over there. I said, hello. And so we started playing pool together. We had a great time. And then there were more men that were coming in. And then I saw that there was this Japanese singer that was dancing there. And she was just, just, just shaking it. And then this guy would challenge her. And the guy was dancing differently compared to what other guys dance. You know, he was like shaking his butt. With no offense, if you want to shake your butt, that's fine. But then I quickly realized that there were more and more men. And I was like, okay, what is going on here? Where are all the beautiful women? And so next thing you know, I said, excuse me, Joy, is this a bar for men? She said, oh, yeah. A guy came up to me. He's like, hello, how are you doing? You are so handsome. I said, oh, my God, I forgot my phone. Alisa, let's go. I ran down the stairs. I went back to my hotel. I cried to sleep. But you know what? I was completely inebriated. Inebriated meaning drunk as hell. <laughs> oh, God, it was terrible. Anyways, this was five years ago. So I woke up. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sick. But we had already booked a rent-a-car. We were supposed to go around the island. And so Elisa was like, no, no, we got to go around the island. No, you're not going to do this. No, no. She was just so adamant about going around the island. I said, no, I'm too sick. She said, shut up. We got a taxi. I almost threw up, got to the rental car place, met an awesome guy. He's an ex-wide uh, receiver for the University of Hawaii Manoa's football team, uh, university level. And so <clears throat> after that, we went around the island. I'm still sick. I'm going to throw up. I keep telling Elisa to pull over. She's like, no, we argued. She's like, well, we need to hurry up and get over here. I said, Elisa, I need to eat some food, Elisa. We just argued. We went back and forth. So we finally stopped at Pizza Hut. We got some damn – I was so unbelievably hungry. I'm going to emphasize that again. Oz was hungry. <laughs> Anyways, so after that, Elisa, she ended up uh, – what was it? We ended up eating pizza, then I started acting crazy. Because when I'm around Elisa, I like to embarrass her because she has no confidence. So I want people to look at her and say, why are you sitting across from that guy who is completely crazy? And she's like, oh my god, stop. Stop doing that. And it was so funny. It was just a great time. So we went to Awalani Disney Resort. Absolutely spectacular, gorgeous place, beautiful pools. We met a guy named Kirk. 
this guy, Kirk, had like the perfect white smile. This guy's muscles, he was like a native Hawaiian. And my friend, Elisa, was just looking at him like, I'm in love, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, come on, Elisa, we have to go. She's like, no, I want to stare at Kirk. I said, come on, let's go, man. We got to get out of here. We went to the pineapple plantation, which is the, oh my God, the best pineapple ice cream I've ever eaten in my lifetime. We went to another sandwich shop, not the best sandwich, but then we went to Turtle Beach. And here were these giant sea turtles. I mean, it was just amazing. You had all these gorgeous Hawaiian people all around and they were, I was acting crazy because I only had probably who knows how many hours of sleep and I was just flapping myself and she's like, eh. and Elisa was like, Arsenio, everyone's laughing at you. And I looked at them and they were just laughing and I was like, I don't care. Okay. I'm, I'm tired. I want to go. <laughs> so we saw some beautiful, and I mean some beautiful uh, sea turtles and whatnot. So of course, right after that, um, there was probably... Uh, we went back to a town. We dropped off the car. We went out. No, we were going to go out. And Joy was like, hey, this is my new friend at the time. And I, Joy was like, hey, come on, let's go out. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't go out. She's like, why? I was like, I'm drunk and I'm still sick. You understand? So um, <laughs> that next day, I think we just walked around the main city. We had some margaritas and stuff. Uh, this was a full-on crazy uh, uh, night. We went out with Joy that night with uh, some other people. Then apparently these three guys came to our table, They were and they started acting weird. And I was like, dude, do I know these guys? But they played it off so well. So, guys, in America, these people are called pickup artists. So they pick up women in bars in different places to try to take them home. But they saw that I was there with them, and I was like, what's going on? So you had one guy talking to the two twin sisters, one guy talking to Joy, and Elisa was just sitting there like, what, what the hell's going on? But then I realized, I was like, oh, they are pickup artists. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyways, that was that night. The next day, our checkout was at 12, but we could not – the plane didn't leave till 9 p.m. Horrible, horrible time to leave. Um, but it did make a little bit sense. So we went to go watch. We went to watch a movie. I forgot what the movie it was. I think it was the guy Gerard Butler falling something, some kind of shooting movie with him in it. Um, and after that, of course, we went to the airport. We chilled. We took Speedy Shuttle again. Our pickup was at about five p.m. So we just relaxed. We were. It was just really great time. And you know what? We ended up going off on this journey. And so this journey taught me that. That unbelievable friendship bond and these journeys that I've had and set off on with this particular individual, Elisa, have been probably the most amazing. So again, guys, this is that was a journey. I mean, I could have added in a couple of other things, but um, that is my journey in bulk. So guys, that was the second time I went to Hawaii with a friend. Unbelievable. Big fishes. Uh, pineapple Plantation. Awalani Resort. Uh, met Joy, who's still my friend today, and I visited her a couple of years later in Melbourne, and I'm planning on visiting there next March. I still don't know, and I don't want to give her any empty promises right now either. But you know what? It was just amazing fun. So guys, I would love to hear your story. This is really good, especially for non-native English speakers, because if you're able to talk about this story and make it as compelling as possible and make it fun full of laughter and this and that, you can ultimately... 
form that into storytelling. And you know what? If you're a great storyteller, their opportunities are endless. So guys, that is my nice little story, of course, on Hawaii. The transcription will be coming shortly after this podcast within five minutes. So stay tuned for that, and you guys will be able to read and, of course, listen to me at the same time. So I'm so grateful again. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Uh, Stay tuned for more critical thinking, and pronunciation is already finished for you guys on Monday. So stay tuned for more, baby. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.